Hello, welcome to another episode of Soap and Mirrors. Today, we didn't go to a public toilet. Nope, we stayed home. We stayed at home and we, we mused upon our toilet adventures. Yes, there was much musing and what did... toilet, not much going to the toilet. <laughs> Have you been to the toilet today? I must have this morning. <laughs> How many times do you think you go to, to the toilet a day? I pee a lot, so probably 10. Okay, yeah, that sounds, I would say that's probably average. But today seems like a less than average pee day, because you said you, you, you didn't seem to, you, you said you couldn't seem to remember that you'd been to the toilet today. I've had, a, I've had a very lazy day, so I haven't been drinking much, so I also, and the toilet's so far away. You say the toilet's so far away. Yeah. You have to get off, <laughs> off the couch and walk to it. What's closer, your your toilet or your cat's litter tray? To what? To where I am right now? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, the litter tray. So would you ever be tempted to use your cat's litter tray? No. <laughs> Even if it's closer than your actual toilet? No. I, well, the, it's... I guess it's less the closeness and more the act of getting up. So, like, once I'm up, then it's, I might as well take those few extra steps to the toilet to avoid being a weird <laughs> litter box user. Yeah. Do you think humans have, some, one human somewhere has used the litter tray before? Yeah, I actually read a story online a couple weeks ago about that. <laughs> It was about a person, I mean, that maybe this story is real, maybe it's not, but it's, a, it's an odd story to make up. They said that when they were younger, they had gone to the toilet like a kid. They had gone uh, number two in the cat litter box. <gasps> and then when, the, when the, fam the rest of his family found it, they were like, oh my God, this cat is, has a problem. <laughs> we, need, we need to take it to the vet. <laughs> Uh, and they took it to the vet. Obviously, the, the problem they thought it had was not real, but it did have some other kind of issue with it that they managed to catch early because they run oh. and they fixed it. So actually, that kid pooping in the litter box saved the cat's life. Wow! What a beautiful story. I know. But cool. let's, let's, shall we have a think back to our time going to toilets? What a beautiful time that was. It's so unenthusiastic. I know it sounds a bit sarcastic, but there is going to a public toilet, especially one that you've not been to, is quite an adventure, I find. Definitely. Because you're very switched on, you're analysing everything, at least I analyse stuff. And I suppose we were going on a mission, right? To go and actually seek out toilets and you know, we'd, we'd go in and try everything out well, as, as much as we could could try out and remember to try out. And then we'd take notes. At least I remember I took notes. In fact, you took notes as well. Yeah. So, yeah, we were very uh, uh, switched on. And I, I've got to say, I'm definitely much more switched on every time I use a public toilet when we're not on a podcast mission. I do notice a lot more things about them now uh, when I go to them. So what... Give, a, give an example, what sort of things have you noticed more since uh, us starting this podcast? 
Uh, as an example, there was a tour that I went to where there was a huge cupboard, and I opened the cupboard, which I maybe wouldn't have normally done. <laughs> and there was all there were all these cleaning supplies, just gallons and gallons of like all these bottles of cleaning supplies. And oh. I was quite impressed by it. Were they were they using a uh, a brand? that you or brands that you approve of i don't remember i don't know how many (laughs) brands there are for that kind of stuff yeah in fact they're probably just more industrial uh brands rather than the household brands exactly it's just chemicals you know yeah i mean they all kind of do the same thing really isn't it Mm. it's just good marketing (laughs) which ones make it make it to the uh the the brand leak tables yeah the toilet brand leaks (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> which uh yeah uh i can't i can't say i have my favorites i just sort of pick pick whatever so long as it does the job i'm happy except for dyson oh yeah <laughs> yes if you've listened to lots of our previous episodes you'll know that i'm a big fan of the the dyson hand dryers of which there are many and i'm, I'm a big fan of all of them <laughs> every single oh, one definitely are you so, Steve, you famously do not tend to use uh, hand dryers. You are a, 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 a wipe your hands on t-shirt kind of guy. I'm a shirt uh, wiper. Yeah. Famously. <laughs> well, it, I say famously because people have come up to me and said, uh, you know, well, not they haven't just randomly come up to me. <laughs> on the street. <laughs> <laughs> but they refer to you as, you know, Steve that doesn't dry his hands. <laughs> oh, or, or if I have dried my hands on my shirt because the hand dryer wasn't working, uh, people have said to me, "Oh, you've done a Steve." So famously is is the correct word to use, I'd say. Well, I don't know any of these people, so. <laughs> well, based based off of that, uh, and and having now tried a few dryers, do you have a favorite brand of hand dryer? I can't remember. I like the bunny dip. The bunny but, dip was Is that a good Dyson? One. It is a Dyson. Sure yeah. But Dyson. but other brands are available if you'd like to bunny dip. Yeah. Any bunny I I guess less about the brand, more about the style for me. The style in which you dry your hands? Yes. Yeah, like ah, bunny dip. Right. I've got to say I've I moved on from bunny dipping uh, onto DJ decks. Oh, that's really? my yeah i think there's there's a there's sort of a, the the caveat of uh of using a or, or the, the downfall of using the the bunny dip is the, the the pit of doom at the end you know at the bottom there's that the the puddle of uh germy grossness which you don't really want to dip your hands into whereas dj decks the the worst thing that's going to happen is you're going to Give yourself some um, <laughs> wrist injury. <laughs> Furiously DJ. My hands are dry, but they're also broken. <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> but at least they don't have gross germy water on them. <laughs> yeah, I suppose I've got my priorities in the wrong order. But <laughs> hey ho, I have more fun using the DJ deck. Anyway, uh, something I wanted to know, and this is something I've been thinking about, Steve, is if you could 
conjure up in your mind the best public toilets what would it look like and what sort of amenities and bells and whistles is, uh, this, which... is this the best toilet for me personally like can i have a welcome sign that says hey steve welcome to your public toilet absolutely okay i want that okay so first and foremost it has to have a, a personalized sign yeah Ah, and then what, what's beyond the sign? A grand entrance, uh, sort of like the one at the Hippodrome. Aha. But with less sexy ladies and more just cool vistas of places. Aha. Uh -huh. like, uh, like artwork? Or? Yeah, actually, now that okay. I think about it, le not, uh, less so artwork, I just want the whole wall to be, in fact, I want it to be a window like the Hippodrome. <laughs> <laughs> but in in the Swiss Alps or somewhere or underwater, yes. Oh. I want it to be okay. I, that's what I'm settled on. I want it to be underwater. Mm -hmm. Big entrance going in. Yeah. On the inside, there is so instead of a wall, it's like a fish tank, like in Romeo and Juliet. <laughs> is there someone on the other side of a fish tank? But there are so many fish that you can't see across. <laughs> so hang on. So just before we move on, the sign that welcomes you into your public toilet. Yeah. Is anyone else allowed in that public toilet? That's for them to decide. Oh, okay. So do you think other Steves are allowed? Because unless it <laughs> is it going to have your full surname, your like credentials? <laughs> your, I'm not. Your... <laughs> I'm not seeing... <laughs> Yeah, biometrically active. <laughs> I'm not saying other people can't go in. I'm just saying if they're put off by the sign, I'm not going to correct them. Okay, all right. Okay, so back to Romeo and Juliet. Yeah. There's so many fish in the fish tank that if there's someone on the other side, you can't see them. Yeah, it's a nice big okay. fish tank. Because the mm -hmm. rest is ocean. So, like, even the wall could just be a huge part of the ocean, I guess. Wow. Are there any fish? that or sea creatures that you wouldn't be happy having in this public toilet that would any freak you out i don't really want snails and stuff that sticks to the <laughs> leaving little trails of their yeah. behind i want a nice clean aquarium feel gunge free gunge free snail free <laughs> that's <laughs> and then inside i would have the toilets from the japan house Oh, okay. You were sure. sold by all the wonderful buttons and bidet functions. There's no question. Can you imagine being on that toilet and you're just surrounded by fish? I mean, for me personally, I, I mean, I can imagine it, but it, it fills me with a bit of anxiety. Because as you know, I, I didn't really take to that toilet very well, just because it seemed a little bit overwhelming. Uh, the buttons scared me. I know that nothing happened, I suppose. Uh, so if I were to now encounter another toilet like that, I probably wouldn't freak out as much. And I, I've got to say, I really did enjoy the heated toilet seat. Uh, and then thinking about being surrounded by fish, quite happy with fish. I don't mind them. I'm quite scared of sharks. Uh, I don't really like them. And also octopuses, they, they kind of, anything with too many legs. I, mean, I know they don't technically have legs and tentacles and whatnot, but, or arms. But anything that's just got too 
many uh, wibbly wobbly things. <laughs> <laughs> like, I can't say I'm too into that. Okay, well, maybe we can make an exception. Maybe the Shivani portion can be octopus free. Well, to be, to be honest, I, I, if, if I saw a, 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 a sign that said, hello, Steve, welcome to your public toilet, I probably would think, oh, that's, that's Steve's public toilet, that's not for me, and I'll go into the, the generic one. But I, I thank you very much for thinking about me and for having an octopus free uh, section. No problem. <laughs> <laughs> much appreciated. What would your ideal toilet be then? Ah, I would love uh, a bit of a journey into the, not, not too long a journey, like I don't want to walk a mile to my public toilet, but I like seeing artwork on the walls. You know, I, I, I want to stop and contemplate and, and be made to, to see some wonderful things that I've never seen. For example, in the, the Bear and Staff pub, that just had some bizarre circus-related pictures and you know i can't say i've seen many circus related pictures like you know the the unenthused man holding a trapeze before so it just opened up my eyes to a whole new world so yeah lots of artwork on the way do you want the uh, artwork to be relevant to the place so for with the example of the bear and staff the artwork was it had the bear like the artwork was relevant to the pub sort of uh, yeah, I mean, it can, I think some tenuous connection would also work just because it would make me think. And it's just an interesting point. And also in the Bear and Staff pub, ladies' toilets, there was that whole soiree mural happening on the wall. And I don't <laughs> think that was to do with anything, but I had a great time looking at it and had a great time talking to you about it. So it doesn't necessarily have to be related just has to be good yeah so yeah lots of artwork and i love a good floor as i've mentioned in so many episodes i really really love uh, i love the gunge green floor of battersea dogs and cats home i love the uh mosaic floor at two temple place and that's got to be one of my favorite toilets um so yeah good floor lots of artwork uh, a heated toilet seat that was lovely i think prior to going to japan house however i would always associated a heated toilet seat with someone has recently sat here uh. <laughs> which i don't know how do you feel about that that transfer of body heat it's kind of nice yeah i suppose it's there's nothing wrong with it right yeah i don't know it's not like it's hot because they pooed on it it's just hot because they're sitting on it yeah it's, life, I don't think you know? it's just a nice uh it's just a it's a nicer transition for your bottom, right? It doesn't get the the cold shock. Exactly. It normally would. It's like a heated seat, but you don't need to. There's no fancy electronics involved. It's just yeah, it's free. naturally heated. Yeah. <laughs> Organically heated. Exactly. Vegan toilets. Ah, <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. so. Yeah, and then of course, you know, very good toilet paper, good flush, good ample room in a toilet cubicle. Did we also, ever go did we ever oh, go somewhere that had bad toilet paper? I think there were places that had very flimsy toilet paper, but mm. at the end of the day, uh, you know, I've 
it's been many, many, many years since I've had that really rough. Oh man, the one, the one that's like literally paper. Yeah. So I think perhaps in school, when I was in primary school, that's what, yeah, when I was really little, that's what we had. And so, you know, the times have changed and most places have decent toilet paper. And and the fact that they even supply toilet paper is just wonderful. So I I can't say I complain. I know there are plenty of places in in the world where, well, to be honest, lots of places don't even use toilet paper. You know, you don't need it. It's not a necessity. Uh, but it's just, you know, I'm accustomed to using it. So I'd like to have toilet paper, especially because most places do not have a built in bidet. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, in lieu of that, uh, no pun intended, uh, it's yeah. it's great to have a, a bit of toilet paper. Yeah. Cool. What um, what's next for us and our toilet escapades? So what would you like to know about? public toilets i want to explore public toilets we've spent all our time exploring the public toilets in london i'd like to know more about toilets everywhere from all four corners of the world (laughs) because i can't afford to do that we'll just have to learn about it some other way yeah, I mean, I've, uh, on my Instagram escapade, so if, you, if you're if you listening uh, for the first time, we have been posting all of our pictures that we've taken uh, from all of the places we visited in previous episodes up on Instagram. So at Soap and Mirrors is our account, so do go and have a look. Uh, but what I was uh, meaning to say was that there are so many toilet accounts on Instagram and how many oh I, I mean three no hundred <laughs> I would say it's probably there's probably a, a, at least a hundred people uh, accounts that are solely posting toilet content uh, not the content of toilets I mean, that, that's <laughs> but I'm sure there are people doing that as well which is gross but I, I'm <laughs> not looking at those accounts but just people who are encountering public toilets and you know all over the world and I mean literally all over the world and there are some really bizarre ones and I think you'd be blown away by some of the design concepts uh so yeah there's definitely plenty of uh, material for us to to talk about um can you think of a time where you were taken aback by a toilet that you visited abroad abroad oh yeah. yeah I mean, I've been to, oh, where was it? I've been to the ones where it's just a little dip in the ground, basically. Yeah. Those are weird. <laughs> it's just odd, because you, if you've never seen or used one before, and you have to go to the toilet, and then all of a sudden you're faced with this new way of <laughs> toileting. Yeah. And you don't have much choice but to use it, but you also don't necessarily know how to use it. <laughs> Yeah, even though it's the most basic of uh, <laughs> oh yeah, toilets, I mean, and it's so primitive, but it's, we're just so not used to. It. I know exactly the same. I had the same uh, experience where I was I just landed somewhere abroad, and I just went into the toilets and opened the cubicle, and the toilet wasn't there. It was just one of those porcelain uh, things, level to the ground. It had two sort of. Uh, striped areas either side of this long hole in the ground i mean it was it was all pl- there was it was pl- there was plumbing but it was it was a place where you have to put your feet on the striped bits and then 
you hover, well, you squat, and everything that you that comes out of you just goes down into the hole, and then you're flush. You can flush those? Yes. So I know some of them you can't flush, but uh, some you can, for sure. Uh, cool. But then... But since since using that one, I've just gotten used to seeing those. If I have been on, have have encountered one of those toilets again, I'm like, oh, okay, it's just one of these. Rather yeah, than, uh, just gone for your house, yeah, and now it's the norm. Yeah, so it's all good, and and especially if you've just gone for a wild wee or a wild poo in the woods, you know, or if you've been camping and you need to do that if you're in the middle of nowhere, it's just the most sort of primitive thing to do, right? Yeah. Oh, I've I've been camping before i know all about them yeah me too <laughs> been traveling for many many uh, weeks where uh, you didn't don't really meet uh, another soul apart from people in your group and you're hey the world is your toilet it's true <laughs> they say oyster but it's actually a toilet yeah, it's just a giant giant toilet <laughs> uh so any, anything else that you'd like to know about public toilets i think we'll just see where our toilet interests take us on our podcast journeys for the next for the upcoming episodes whenever we make them and whatever we do it'll be guided by our souls (laughs) our toilet souls toilet souls if does a toilet roll have a toilet soul well i don't have i think we determined it it does yeah (laughs) (laughs) i would like to know what the word toilet is in as many languages as I could possibly hope to well, I don't know. does that make sense? I yeah. just want to know what I just want to know what the word toilet is in, in Maybe we could uh, maybe we could start each episode with a guessing game and we say yeah. toilet in a different language and then one of us has That'd to be guess lovely, what it is. wouldn't it? It'd be fun. That'd be a great party trick. <laughs> I can say the word toilet in 50 languages. Do you think that's a good pickup line? <laughs> I know toilet is, is French. Uh-huh. Uh, I know that sundas is uh, the Gujarati word or the one of the Indian language words. I don't know if it's uh, a Hindi word or not. But... I think baño in Spanish. Oh, yeah. There we go. We made a great start. Boom. Look forward to more of that. <laughs> Excellent. Well, hopefully we'll do some more public toilet reviews. After but, a bit of a break. Yeah, but there's so much to learn about public toilets, so we could definitely find out a little bit about our favourite topic and bring what we learn to your ears. We might also learn nothing and just make it all up. Yes. <laughs> I'm all for that. Toilet stories. We'll see what happens. Whatever our toilet souls say is what will happen. (laughs) For now, they say thank you very much for listening. And we'll see you, well, we'll talk to you sometime soon. Talk at you. (laughs) (laughs) Anywho. Cool. All right. Thank you very much. Bye. Bye.